Welcome to the Rose Rhapsody. Mr. Tibbs. You just put your lips together and blow. Rosebud. One morning I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. I'll just come up sometime, see me. What do you want? You you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Exterior LaGuardia, night. David emerges from the terminal to the arrival sidewalk just as Paige pulls up. He throws his bag into the back seat and collapses into the passenger seat next to Paige. Hi. Hey. You were missed. She rests her hand on his chest, kisses him deeply. Interior, airplane, night. David's eyes open, and he realizes he's still on the plane. He checks his watch, leans back, closes his eyes lets out a sigh. Exterior, beach, day. David, Karen, Paige, Randy, Jim, and Teresa sit on their chairs under the umbrellas. Anna and Mary, who is Jim and Teresa's 16-year-old daughter, lie on their bellies a suitable distance from the old people. So the guy looks straight at me, takes a bite out of his rocks glass, chews it up, spits it onto the bar right in front of me. Oh. Yeah, it was all bloody and nasty, and he, and he never looks away from me. He's just smiling. So what did you do? Uh, I told him, Hey, man, the drinks are on me. And, and the, the guy, guy left. I take it you've heard this one before? Oh, yeah. That's like the time that dude stole my pants. It's nothing like that. It's kind of like that. Honey. What? No one wants to hear the pants story. It's a good story. It is a good story, but you have to pick your moments. I'll pick your moments. I don't even know what that... <clears throat> Will you hand me a beer, please? Dave, any word from L.A.? No, he hasn't heard. Thanks, Dave. Sorry. They said they have to make a decision in the next few days, so I should hear something soon. His agent feels pretty good about it, though. She does. Hey, Mom, why don't you just prop him up on your lap and stick your arm up his butt? He says that makes him uncomfortable, hon. <laughs> 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 Teresa leans over to Jim. I was thinking the same thing. Me too. Anna and Mary get up and collect their towels. We're going to bike into town. Okay. You need money? There's some on my dresser. Yeah, Mary, if you need money, there's some on Uncle Dave's dresser. I have money. Dad, if you leave for L.A. before we get back, send me a picture from the airport. They trudge away through the sand. Oh, that's real nice. You know what? Leave my money right where it is and put some clothes on. Yeah, clothes would be nice. Little sluts. Exterior, beach house, evening. David and Paige are on the deck with their drinks, watching the last golden light of the day disappear from the beach. Teresa comes through the sliding glass doors on the phone. Okay, honey, just try to get back here before it's too dark, okay? Love you. She ends the call. They're having dinner at the sandwich shop. Okay. Teresa leans on the rail beside them. Man, she's pissed. Who, Anna? She'll be fine. 
But yeah, she's a little pissed. Little bit she is. I just don't... I mean, it's what I do. And I have to take these opportunities when they come, because they don't come that often. I get it. And I can't work at TGI Fridays forever. I hear you. But... But? Nothing. It's none of my business. I'm gonna go get a drink. She scurries off. But what? How am I supposed to know what she was going to say? I'm thinking you have a pretty good idea. Not really. But, speaking for myself, you're the one who wanted all this. In fact, you insisted. I know. You know, odds are I don't even get it, and this whole conversation is... Mm, but you might. Karen comes out with a drink. Oh, I'm sorry, were you... Oh, no. Nah, babe, it's fine. We were just... Come here. Look at you, all tan. You look great. He takes her in his arms and nuzzles her neck as she laughs. Interior, downtown bar, day. Dave puts burgers down in front of a couple customers, and a cell phone rings. Hey, Dagmar. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Oh, no, no, I understand. Okay. Okay, I'll come by after my shift. Okay, thanks. He hangs up, a little stunned. Stares blankly across the bar and amidst the hubbub of the midday lunch crowd, snatches of a conversation bubble to the surface. A woman with an Irish accent saying, I'd forgotten he even worked here. Been so long, I can't believe he's still here. Let's just go. Finally, the words penetrate, and David recognizes Fiona's voice, but she's already gone. Interior, bar, night. Paige and David sit at the fairly quiet bar, drinks in hand. So that show won't get picked up, but the producers offered me a role in a different show that did get picked up. Wow, that's... so... what are you going to do? I don't know how I turned this down. I just... I mean, what do you think? Oh, no. Don't do that. I mean, I know you'll miss me, but aside from that... It's not a joke. You're not like a nanny from when Anna was little. It's hard to even imagine what it would be like without you around. Sorry, I know. I, di I didn't mean to be... Look, we'll be all right. And I don't mean to be so negative. I do know what this means for you. And I need you to know that I'm proud of you. I think you might just get out there and set that place on fire. I really think you could. So you should do what you need to do. She'll miss you. And I will too. But we'll figure it out. David's cell rings. Oh, sorry, it's Karen. Hey, babe. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I didn't realize what time it was. I stopped by... Well, I'll explain when I see you. I, I have some news. I'm on my way. Okay, love you. Bye. Interior, Karen's apartment. Night. They're sitting on her couch. And you had to stop and tell Paige about this first? Well, it made sense because Anna's at a friend's house, so Paige was already out getting a bite, and, you know, she kind of needs to know, so... So do I, kind of. I'm here. Come on, let's get something to eat. I'll tell you all about it. I'm not hungry. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't want to tell you over the phone, and it made sense to stop off on my way down here. Yeah, I get that. It made sense. It all makes sense. But I can't do it. You can't do what? This. All of it. What are you... I... 
understand Anna is everything to you. That's the way it should be. But Paige is... Whatever connected you two in the first place is obviously still there. (laughs) You have no idea what connected us in the first place, and Anna is the only thing that connects us now. You say that, but... I didn't ask Paige to come with me to California. I asked you. You don't want to go. I get that, but we'll make this work. There's there's no reason to... That's not it. Then what is it? It's a million little things... It's always feeling like I'm interrupting a conversation that I'm not a part of. Like I'm not in the joke. I don't know the story. I'm on the outside. Always. And I don't want to be on the outside for the rest of my life. You're not on the outside. I am. I'm a placeholder. And I don't want to be that. I won't be that. So, what are you... What is this? You know what this is. Oh, come on. I... It's because I'm old, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) You're so nasty and old. I'll shave it. I'll shave the gray hairs off my balls. I'll do that for you. Stop. Don't make me laugh. No. I want you to laugh. I don't want you to do this. I don't want to do it either. So don't. Please go. Before I cry. Exterior, Page's Street, night. David has had a few drinks, and he stumbles up the stairs and knocks on Page's door. Buzzes. Knocks. Buzzes again. Waits. Knocks. Finally, Page opens the door. What the hell are you doing? Why can't anyone just fucking be happy for me? They are. We are. Everyone is happy for you. You work your whole life for something. Do you know how many people get this kind of opportunity? Not a lot, I'm guessing. No, it's not. It's not. It's not a lot. It's only, I don't know, I mean, there's a lot of shows, so it's probably a decent number of people. But, I mean, it's not like everybody you pass on the street. Dave, what's going on? Is Anna home? No, I told you. She's spending the night with a... Dave grabs Paige and kisses her. Interior, Paige's house, continuous. Dave and Paige stumble into the living room, pawing at each other and shedding clothes. Paige pushes him, sitting him down on the couch. You're drunk. I'm not that drunk. He pulls her in. She unbuckles his belt. Interior, bedroom, night. The room is dark, and David is sound asleep. He wakes up, thinks for an instant, sits up abruptly, and sees Paige asleep beside him. This time, it's not a dream. He breathes deeply, gets out of bed, and searches in the dark until he finds his pants. Where are you going? Uh, I... Well, I was... I was gonna... Get back here. Well, you know, I don't want to be here when Anna... She won't be back until tomorrow night. Oh. Okay. He crawls back in. She moves in close to him. But I'll probably leave before you get up for work. Oh, totally. Because I don't want to... So, so awkward. I want no part of that. Yeah, yeah, good. Next time I see you, I want you to be fully dressed and well-groomed, not all bedhead drinking coffee in my kitchen and your underwear. I'm with you. Well, actually... What? The next time I see you, I'd like you to be right about there. Ah... I'm with you. He pulls her in close as the camera pans away because, you know, what are we, perverts? 
No, we are not. You've been listening to Episode 8 of 19 Years, 3 Days, a screenplay series by Chris Dezen. The cast included Ingrid DeSanctis, Ray Ficka, Sherry Heron, Christopher Lane, Susan Marie Ray, Ava Claire Stezen, and the author himself. Can't wait to hear what happens next? Stay tuned. The story continues right here at The Rose Rhapsody. Episodes of The Rose Rhapsody drop the first Monday of every month and can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you take your listening pleasure. That fabulous horn you've been hearing belongs to Marcus Roots, along with his collaborator on the keys, Adrian Ruiz. Additional tracks from Sessions of Rhapsody in Blue feature guitarist Matt Gold, Hayter Garcia on percussion, and the tenor saxophone of Irvin Pierce. To learn more about us and what we do, head over to theroserhapsody.com. And if you love interesting new content as much as we do, spread the word or drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.
This week's podcast was produced by Trevor Cochran and Richard C. Washer and is a product of the Rose Theatre Company. All rights reserved. I'm Leslie Kopolinski. Now let's get back to that horn. Thank you.